0: Yay. Excellent. You all look great. Nice specs, Melissa. That's some comeback kids here. That's good to see. Excellent. Even if it's just come back from yesterday, it's still comeback. But if it's come back from a few days, well done. Let's do a sound check. Are you here? Are you hearing this? Excellent. Cool. All right. So today. Shoulders, upper back, neck. Could anyone use some relief there? Excellent. Cool. Uh, And I'm here to be slightly contrarian, uh, that your shoulder joint itself, the ball and socket, we talk about shoulder opening. That's not where we're really looking to get more mobility. Whatever mobility your ball and socket has, meaning whatever ranges of motion you can take your arm in, probably is enough. We're not trying to stretch the stuff inside your shoulder joint. Whatever you can do pain-free, do that. What we probably wanna relieve tension in is more the the neck, upper back. Uh, anyone? Yes, no, maybe? Yeah. So the shoulder socket itself, we're gonna work with stabilizing. And then we're gonna work with just some really nice openers for the upper back, the chest, and these muscles along the side of the neck that sometimes um, hike the shoulders up like this. Anyone feel like this has been happening to them lately? A little bit? Yeah. So there's some of this going on in our lives. And there's a lot usually of this going on in our lives. Um, if you've ever caught yourself in the mirror, sitting at your desk or on your iPhone, you ever walk by a, like a, a window and see yourself walking with the... So we're gonna work uh, with a little bit of the upper back being about how we align our head right, and then get into some of the shoulder strengthening exercises that helps keep the posture more upright than forward. So without further ado, onto our backs we go. If you've got a couple of blocks, if you've got some um, any props that you like, if you want to keep drinking your coffee Amen. All for that. Keep doing that. When you're ready, we're going to uh, head to your back and start with any comfortable pose on your back, whether it's Sobhita Baddha Konasana, Shavasana, constructive rest. Something you can spread your arms out to your sides And start with your hands. Actually, take a few moments here to curl and open your hands, just as as much as you can curl them in without uh, (laughs) making angry fists. But curl them, then really spread them out. And so, with the arms just resting at your sides, you're gonna work the hands, open and closed. Roll your wrists a little bit, go side to side, make sure things are good there. And then you turn your palms down toward the floor and open them up toward the ceiling so you're rotating your forearm, what uh, Iyengar yoga would call ringing the forearm. And you don't need to touch the floor. Hi, welcome to 3 Dog. This hand. is an hour-long flow class. You might. Thanks so much so for so joining the us. Palm touches when you're ready, grab the mat. Let's get started. School. There is no merit badge for that, but if they don't, no worries about that. Just the rotation of your forearms. Notice. And will pause with palms up, fan the fingers wide, but not so wide it hurts. Just sensible. Right. And then take your arms up toward the ceiling. You know, reach your fingertips toward the ceiling. Palms in, as if you were holding something in your hands. So whatever you got big beach ball here squeeze in on it and lift it toward the ceiling and then draw down shoulder blades to your mat so you're gonna press your shoulder blades up off the mat reaching fingertips toward the ceiling and then draw your shoulder blades down to the mat again one more time you're gonna lift up and lower pause here you take your right hand to your left shoulder blade, so you reach across and just as if you were sliding that shoulder blade, just catch your ha- shoulder blade. see if you can take it over to the left, slide it wide. And bring the right arm back up, then left hand to the right shoulder blade, slide it out. Just spreading your upper back, arms up again, as if you have that beach ball there. Lift it up again, hug the arm bones in. We're gonna bend the elbows. Now press the elbows towards the ceiling. It's so intensified work in the upper back probably if this has become painful in your shoulder joint you stop if it's fine it's fine hug in with the elbows press them up and then we're going to do the exact opposite we're going to take the arms out into cactus as if there's a resistance that you're meeting on the way take the arms to cactus on the floor press the outer uh, edge of the arm into the floor whatever you've got on the floor is great Uh, for most of us it'll be the uh, the top of the forearm palms up and then the uh, Back of the shoulder blades stay down, or come down if they're not already. You're going to pick up your legs into 90-degree angle there, and a little heel tap right and left so the sacrum stays level, your knee stays bent at 90 degrees. Your shoulder blades stay on the mat, moving the, the lower body independently of upper body. Locate the back of your head, the very back, so that your nose is pointing straight up. And you're grounding through your head with the gaze straight at the ceiling. Shoulder blades press down. Outer edges of your arms pressed down. So you are making this frame of the head, the shoulder blades, the arms. One more round here. And bring the knees into your chest. Give them a good hug. We're going to go nose to knees, curl up and then wrap the arms underneath your calf muscles so between the calves and the hamstrings just hug in chin to chest round your upper back draw your abdominals in so Get as much uh, separation between the <coughs> shoulder blades as possible <coughs> to make your way around to hands and knees and press your hands down into the floor and drop your head rounding up spread your shoulder blades on your back Put your chin drop cat pose press down through thumb and first finger knuckle spread the hands wide not so wide it hurts it's sensible so cat pose only those of you taking cat cow good for you you do know what we're usually doing with this but we're taking cat pose which is a pose uh, on its own. <laughs> These are like identical twins that are like always uh, having to separate themselves in people's mind. Breath in here. Spread your upper back. Spread the shoulder blades wide. And then you're going to shift your cat pose back toward child's pose. It's not going to quite get there. So Your head's still dropped. You're still, still working the rounding of the upper back. Good. And then shift forward back to the hands and knees. And cow pose. Now we're going to stay with this one. This one can be stayed with as well. Press your hands down, draw your heart forward, abdominals in. Pull your shoulder blades down toward your hips. You're going to locate the back of your neck, lengthen it out. So there's a good chance your head is tilted back toward your neck. Elongate through the back of your neck. Find the nape of the neck, lengthen it. Press the back of your head away from the neck. Almost like you're pressing tailbone up and back, top of the head, up and forward. And finding that line to lengthen. Breath in, and then breath out. Come back to neutral, flat back. Press your hands down, draw your heart forward. Feel the back of your head lift. And then sit back to child's pose. Arms extended in front of you. We're gonna walk them out until they're on fingertips press your fingertips down into the floor sit your hips back then you take your hands as wide as feels good to you so you could go out to the edges of your mat you could go beyond to the floor outside breath in oh and it may not go that far depending on your shoulder joint range of motion again i'm just going to go back. it's not important the range of motion the sensation you're feeling is totally important. The shape you're making is just a shape. Breath in. And breath out. And if we can get ourselves out of the idea of what it looks like and into the idea of what it feels like, then kind of honestly, we'll do a, a much better practice and service to ourselves. You're going to walk your hands over to the left side of your mat. And on little side bend, walk the right hand forward. Elongate right side body as you do walk the hand literally forward so that the shoulder blade is not crowding the neck it's not bad not wrong but start to make the distinction when you take your arm and reach with it that we're not trying to get the shoulder to the ear but a, a real length through the muscles of the neck and, and top of the shoulder as well come on back to Center Fingertips and over to the other side, and you'll know, walk your left hand forward. And again, if it walks over just over to the side, it might crowd the ear a little bit, crowd the neck a little bit. Go long, feel the shoulder blade helping you by drawing wide on the back. And breath in, and breath out. And coming back to center. And come up to elbows and knees. So we're coming down to forearms like we do for sphinx. And this may or may not suit uh, all of us. So starting with some j- j- basic alignment. Elbows in line with your shoulders. There used to be this myth that you could get that by uh, wrapping your arms around each other. That is a myth. That puts your th- that's, that's a myth. It's a yoga myth. You know what gets your elbows in line with your shoulders? Looking at your shoulder and looking at your elbow and putting them in a line. I know like it's a m- like, it's like deep philosophical thought right now, but do that instead of any of the, the fancy tricks. That, uh, that That fancy trick puts you at forearm distance apart, which is just a different thing. So shoulder distance. And then if your hands easily plant down, Cool, thumb and first finger knuckles down. If they don't easily get there, and easily is the key word, turn your palms in, the outer edges of your hands or wrists on the mat. Either one is great. One of the two uh, usually works. If it doesn't, try palms up for some of us. and uh, I don't know how you do that, but (laughs) if you do that well and that feels good to you, do that. And we're going to take the right leg back behind, bend the knee, and make some circles of the right hip. As uh, so if you had a magic marker on your knee and you were tracing some circles on your back wall, side wall, floor, ceiling. Press your arms down. Notice any tendency there for the, uh, the arms to slide in or out. Press uh, straight down. One more breath in and then exhale back to center and sit back to child's pose taking your arms at your sides uh, if that's possible for you if that's not good on your body for some reason then you do if you did find your arms kind of sneaking out to the side a you're not alone b it's not like bad but there are uh there are ways, so coming on up to uh, knees and elbows again. When you line up your elbows with your shoulders, do a little test. It's a, it's a skin test, really. If you line up your elbows with your shoulders and you can roll on your skin out side, there's nothing wrong with that. It just d- depends on how you, you put that down. Walk the elbows in a little closer and then do that skin roll again until that gets you to shoulder distance. Right. So if they're going to roll out during the, during the pose itself, come a little more narrow as you set up. Let them roll out in the first uh, setup. Then you'll stay there. Left leg back. Bend the knee. Take some hip circles there. down through your arms at whatever edge of your hand is on the floor one more breath here and then again back to the knees and sit back hips to heels Child's pose. Slide your arms back beside you. Let the shoulders just curl over your knees. Let the upper back spread there. So, one note that you probably know if you've been uh, coming to these classes: if elbows to the floor does not suit your shoulder joint, like listen, it's telling you something. And we taking it taking it right there in that um, the, the kind of lower stress of elbows and knees. If it's not comfortable there, definitely don't do it in the uh, in the more high stress poses like dolphin, um, plank. Uh, so the the first rule of yoga: listen. Okay. Speaking of, we we'll get some breath going in and out through your nose. So what to do if uh, if the elbows are offered as a um, kind of highlight of Stay on your hands, right? You can stay on your hands and hands and knees and down dog and plank and all those things, right? And it's not a big deal. Again, the range of motion that you have, not as important that uh, it's big, but that it feels strong and comfortable. Next inhale, come on up to down dog few rounds of shifting forward into a high plank. As you shift forward to the high plank, press the floor away. Lift the back of your head. Your gaze will be slightly out in front of you on the floor. And then you'll press back to down dog. (laughs) Three more rounds there. Down dog. You're gonna walk your hands toward the back of your mat and take a ragdoll. Bend your knees. Let your arms wrap around one another. Or if you like to take your hands behind and into the uh, clasp hand positioning, do that. Uh, again, you're just checking in with what is that range of motion getting you? Right? If it's getting you more ease in your body, more joy in this bold in any way that. If it's causing your shoulders to round forward toward your chest, I'm going to argue that that is not an outcome you want from your yoga practice. If you would like to be more hunched over, um, I'm not your teacher, (laughs) but but if it is how you want to be, then uh, don't listen to what I say. Take three more breaths here. Your hands to your mat and walk them out into your down dog. And then inhale. Take your right leg up for three legged dog. Bend the knee open in the hip and drop your left heel down toward the mat. Press evenly through both hands. More breath in. breath out and then in consideration for how that elbows down worked for you before if that worked well take your left elbow down to the mat press the left arm down and forward so you're taking dolphin on the left side and the right side staying in down dog yeah and I'm not doing it because it's not a pose that you need to look up at the screen with look at your back foot Honest about what that shoulder needs in terms of putting the forearm down on the floor. Good. Press the arm down and forward, or the hand down and forward. Breath in, and then back to center. Down dog. Walk your hands back to your feet into ragdoll. Arms to your legs. We're gonna sit back into a ragdoll squat and then bow forward. So arms on legs a nice way to get this moving through the legs and hips. Another option, little mobility here on your inhale. Take the arms up and forward like uh, Ukatasana or warrior one arms. And then you're going to cross them behind your back. Notice which hand's on top. Sit back, reach the arm, and then cross the other arm on top or in back, however you think that. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, one more exhale. your hands to your mat, walk them back out to your down dog. Press the hands down and forward, send your left leg up and back, three-legged dog. Press both hands down and forward, press your right heel down. So you're grounding through uh, both the heel and back, and these two hands up front. Then bending the knee, draw your abdominals into support. Take the right elbow down, if elbows on the floor works for you. Palm could be down, palm could be in, palm could be up. Right, same as in the uh, elbows and knees position. And, and you'll probably stay with that. The The more intense the support structure gets, or the support gets, the more uh, you'll want to go back to that, that structure that works for you. Breath, press the right arm or the right hand down and forward, lengthen the side body. And breath in. Breath out. And back to center. Downward facing dog. Pause here as you press your hands down and forward. Draw your abdominals in. Send your hip crease up and back. And we'll look forward and walk forward into halfway lift. Flat back. Bring your arms at your sides like locust or airplane wings. Bring the back of your head up. Lengthen the back of your neck. Find the nape of the neck, the skull and the spine meet. Lengthen that. Bow forward, breathe out. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart. Bend your arms out wide. Feel spaciousness across the upper back each time we come here. Exhale, fold forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. High plank. Press the floor. Stay here. Tighten the legs. Heart forward. Back of your head raises up. Knees down. we like up dog from there. Press your feet down. Press your thumb and first finger knuckle down. Lift the back of your skull breathe out down dog look forward walk or lightly hop top of the mat breathe in lift halfway lift the back of your head like you were looking at a mirror but drawing your face away from it on the floor bow forward breathe out press your feet down reach up to standing mountain pose reach the ring and pinky fingertip up broaden the upper back exhale fold and breathe in lift halfway hands could be on your shins or if you like that back strengthening of arms at sides go for it Gonna plant the hands and step back again exhaling in the high plank and lengthening yourself out with that breath when you inhale upward facing dog knees up or down and down dog Breathe out. Look forward to your hand walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Two more rounds. Inhale, reach up and wide. Exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lengthen. Plant your hands. Breathe out. High plank. Align it well. The whole exhale. Inhale to your upward facing dog. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk. Or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, breathe out, fold, breathe in, reach up, and out, wide, broad through your chest, broad through your upper back, breathe out, out forward, breathe in, Breathe out, high plank. Tighten it up, be precise. The whole exhale. Inhale, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Gukatasana, Sit your hips back. Reach your arms straight forward. Pause here, breathe. When you breathe out, dig your heels in, draw your abdominals in. Right. You're going to reach your right hand toward the uh, front wall, whatever your front wall might be, and pull it back. We're working from the shoulder blades, so you reach left, arm forward, and pull it back. That old trick of, like, look, my right arm's longer than my left. But it's all from the shoulder blades, So, extend and draw back. Arms are staying straight. Nothing's funky uh, in the in the spine. It's just staying. Uh, there's a lot of heat in the legs. Moving the shoulder blade. Breath here. And then last set. Just mobilize from the shoulder blade. Reach back. Center. Hug the arm bones in like you're holding a big box out in front of you. And then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back, walk your feet. Hip distance apart. Checking in with the back of your neck, back of your head. Right foot back into a lunge. Reach up. Arms are slightly in front of your ears, so you see them in your peripheral vision. We're going to pull down like you do an imaginary pull-up. And then press up. Out, reach through ring and pinky fingertip again and pull down as far as you want to go elbows could come into the side and then press up and wide one more pull down good and then up and wide heart up back of your neck long head in line hands to heart center and then to the mat step back high plank press the floor Upward facing dog, lift the back of your head, down dog, (laughs) breathe all the way out, step your right foot forward, bend the back knee, come up, upright lunge, squeeze the left glute, pull the left heel forward, abdominals in, heart up, arms going up, and then they're coming down, and back behind. Squeeze shoulder blades in towards center. And uh, palms forward. So the pinky finger side of the hand is in. Squeeze like you're going to hold something between the pinky fingers. And then release that. Bring the arms back to the sides. Again, arms back and squeeze. And then release arms back to the side. Squeeze shoulder blades together. And one more of those. Squeeze the arms back and together. And inhale, let the arms float up. Bend the back knee, squeeze the back glute. Hand down to the front of the mat. Step up. Feet together, breathe in. It's OK if you forgot about your back leg for a moment, but that's why it's called a practice. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Ukkatasana, sit your hips back. Good. And this time. Arms are going to go back behind, right. and you squeeze the right arm in, left arm in, right arm out, left arm out. So independent motion of the shoulder blades. Right. Back and behind, and then back to the side of the body. Breathe in and breathe out. And then arms back behind. Turn your palms in. like you have that big beach ball back there between the hands. Right. For most of us with arms completely straight, the head tries to sink forward again. Pull the back of your head back and up. Your gaze will be out in front of you, depending on the size of your room, might be at your front wall. Down near where it meets the floor, might be at your floor. Bend your elbows out to the sides. If your fingers come together, great. If not, also great. Then extend the arms back behind, whether they're laced or not. Breath in. Checking with the back of your head, back of the neck long. Then exhale, bow forward. And breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back and we'll walk your feet hip distance apart. And left leg back. Come up to Crescent and reach up overhead. We're going to bring the right arm down and around behind the back. Left hand behind your head. And then reverse that action so it's right hand behind the head. Left arm down. So you're moving the arms as if we were moving toward Cal Face Bind. We're not gonna move through the bind. Get the mobility there. So you can start to bring the lower hand up the back, up right now the back. But again, what's going on at your head? Like, like what's going on inside your head? But also, as the hand comes behind the head, there's gonna be that tendency to drop it forward again. You won't let that happen. Get breath here. And once you've gotten both sides, down, left hands down both arms up hands to your mat as you breathe out high plank align it for the whole exhale press the floor away lift the back of your head and upward facing dog hands down heart up back of the head good down dog breathe out left foot forward upright lunge that's your back knee bending No straightening, or that's cheating. Which, if you need to like rest, rest, but don't cheat. Bend your back knee. Squeeze the right glute. Arms going to come up overhead. And then we're going to circle the right arm under, like you were going to do eagle, but you're not going to clasp. Open them back up. Then left arm under, like you're going to do eagle, but we don't clasp up. Reach up. Squeeze in up top, like you had that beach ball there. And then the right arm and reach, then the left arm and reach and right pull the back heel forward stay in the back leg press the ball of the foot down pull the right knee forward next inhale unwind feel both feet rooting down right glute squeezes and then hands to the front of the mat step up Good work. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Check in with the back of your neck. Heart forward, back of the head up. And breathe out. Bow forward. Good work. Inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, high plank, or, everything's tight and good there, bend the elbows low, push up, heart pulls even more forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good, breathe out, downward facing dog. Right foot forward, back foot flat, warrior one, reach up. Exhale, pull down through cactus to the arms back behind arms stay like airplane heart forward bow halfway exhale hands to the mat step back high plank or low breathe in upward facing dog breathe out downward facing dog left foot forward back foot flat Breathe in while you're one, reach up. Breathe out, arms come down. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. You've got uh, airplane or locust. When you inhale, lengthen your body into a bow. You're parallel to the floor. This is just setting up for exhale, high plank or low. Heart forward, back of the head up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog here. Open your mouth and let it go. And on an inhale take your right leg up and back behind. And exhale a big step into a low lunge. And we up for crescent. We're then going to r- bring the right arm across the body, left arm holding the right arm in. Right shoulder down away from the ear, so you're making the right side of your neck as long as possible. Hug the right arm in with the left, but then resist with the right arm. Like not to the point where you feel like you're having a tug of war with yourself, that's not gonna be uh, necessary nor helpful to most of us. Press your feet down, press the arms into each other. Check in again, right shoulder's dropping down, and take your left ear directly toward your left shoulder. Your breath in, and breath out. Stay in your legs. Breath in, and breath out. Next inhale, we're going to unwind this. Reach the arms up. As you exhale, arms down at your sides. So you inhale, we're going again with that airplane upper body so that you're uh, orienting yourself for plank, then hands down. With your exhale, take your time, plank, or low plank, extend your front body long. In low plank, hug the elbows in. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Exhale, fold the knee in towards your elbow. Take a big step. Breathe in. Reach out. Good. And then other side. Left arm's going to come across the body. You hold it in with the right. And get it snuggled in there as you like. Uh, it doesn't have to be close. Depending on your range of motion, could be out front quite a bit. Shape's not important. Hug the arm in. Drop the left shoulder down away from your ear, so you're creating space between your neck and your shoulder. Then as much as you're hugging in with the right arm, press out with the left. And again, it doesn't have to be a lot, but they're meeting, they're, they're equanimous in their action there. Then check in again, left shoulder's dropping down and away. Take your right ear toward your right shoulder. Stay in your legs, breathe in and breathe out. Arm into arm. Feet into the floor. Lift of your abdominals. Lift the center of your chest. And inhale, arms up. Let them float. And you Exhale, you're going to bring them down at your side body. Pause there. Open torso. you got the shoulder blades to your back. We're going to bow. And keeping that alignment. Keeping space across chest and upper back. Hands down. Heart forward as you step back. High or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog, look straight ahead, pull the back of your head up, and down dog, breathe all the way out. All right, if elbows on the floor is a highlight for you, if you like it, if it worked out for other stuff, bring your forearms down parallel for dolphin. Actually, let's bring knees down uh, too. Let's check this out. So again, uh, know your uh, tendency to possibly roll right that that bones uh, rolling out and uh, give it just a test you you get the arms in there give them a test elbows or shoulder distance apart signified by your elbows being in line with your shoulders hands how you like them and then you press your forearms down and forward as you send your hips up and back draw in through your front body particularly if you tend to be a little more uh, uh, of the, the kind of tendency to flare your ribs out. You know who you are. Uh, th- that is not part of this pose. We want to align from our elbows to our hip creases in this pose. and that's it. It's a good shoulder strengthener if it feels like you're stable in the pose. Right. If you don't feel stable um, but you're trying to work really strong, you're, you're probably irritating the joint. Right. And if I can get your elbows, shoulders, hips, one line, where you can press the arm bones down, lift the hips up and back, feel a good degree of challenge, but no irritation, you're in the right spot, breath in, and then breath out, and bring these down, sit back, into Virasana, or Vajrasana, you're sitting on, or between your heels, pause, lift up to the back of your head, lift up to the center of your chest. Get a breath in. And a breath out. Hug your elbows slightly inward toward your side body. Notice what happens in your particular personal body when you do that. What happens when you lift up through the back of your skull? A breath in. And a breath out wherever you're uh, arranged in the seat perfect you're going to turn your palms up like you were holding trays on your hands lift up through the back of your head lift up through the center of your chest feel the lift of the abdominals that naturally happens keep that uh, get your palms up serving trays in front of you that you're then going to move out to the sides hugging your elbows in toward your body as far back as you go, like so, maybe you're serving people behind you, but maybe you're not, because like this is not a super valuable uh, position for the body in life. It is if it's a good stretch for you. We're gonna bring the trays back to center, and then again, pull them out to the side, sort of strengthening the rotation of the shoulder here. Arms back in. As you're doing this, what's going on in the back of your head? Going on at the center of your chest. Okay, so, partially we're strengthening rotator cuff, partially uh, the arms are just a distraction from the posture, and you're doing those uh, kind of two things at once, three things at once. Breathe two. So, breathe. Get your posture. And do the strengthening action here. One more. And then come up to shin bones for camel. So first thing you're going to do, shoulder shrug up to your ears. Shoulder back and down. And then give yourself those two trays here. Press your shin bones down. you're lifting them into camel, this would be a completely useless life event, but you're holding two trays while doing camel pose. I don't know, like maybe you have really wild parties, but the idea... Keeping the strength and stability in the shoulder joint as you go. Lengthen the back of your neck. Look only as far up as you feel your neck is without strain. Breath in and breath out. Release down slow. (laughs) Breath in and breath out. Notice where you feel what you feel. Up again for camel, this time shoulders up, back, and down, and then hands to your hips. So thumbs wrapping to your sacrum, and hug the elbows in toward one another. If this presents irritation for your shoulders, you don't need it. You can go back to the trays, you can go to arms extended, if this is okay, it's okay. Then fingertips up the back right, so that you're working the palms of your hands to your back, heel of the palms toward the sacrum. If this causes distress, you know what to do. You go back a step. But do not practice distress. Please do not practice distress. Hug your elbows in toward center. Lift your chest up and again, elongate the back of your neck, breath in and breath out. abdominals in lift your chest up coming back to sit on your heels and just register what happened in your body and that's not to say that at some point we won't push too far we're like we're human if you're working with like really honestly challenging yourself sometimes we're going to go too far right you're going to notice that you're going to listen you're just going to make that choice that sensible choice of like what's useful to you and, and what's just struggle or strain or irritation and if you can parse those things like on your yoga mat, right, parse those things out in the world. And again, if we can get away from like getting ourselves into some shape and getting ourselves to a sensation that we want to be feeling, right, we're going to have a better practice. Coming up once more. If either of those two really going to hit the spot for you, You want to go with uh, hands toward the heels. We're going to tuck the toes to start. Squeeze your legs. Include your glutes. Glutes hug toward the hamstrings. That shoulder shrug first. And then as you take this, forget about your hands touching your feet. Do the back bend. If the hands do get to the feet, great. Make an assessment. Did that make your life better? Or at least interesting in a good way. If your hands do get to your heels, take them to the insides of the heels. You press out into the heels. You press your heels into your fingertips. But there's no weight transfer of arms to legs. There's no downward action. It's all upward action. Breath in. Breath out. Be honest about that. If breath is not coming in and out, (laughs) then whatever the pose looks like, it's not doing so well. Breath in this time with your breath out use your abdominals to come up and hands and knees maybe forearms and knees maybe dolphin maybe down dog could also be child's pose you can, if in dolphin you feel like uh, it's kind of running away with you you might try walking the elbows in do that little test roll breath in Rather all the way out. Look through your hands or come up to your hands so you can look through them. Down onto your back. Pause, land. Get yourself here as a practice. And anything that's extraneous to that practice, you can just drop. Align your sacrum. Rib cage back of your head, and the center line of your mat. are going to extend your arms up like we did at the very beginning. Lift the shoulder blades high off the floor as you can reach as like honestly towards the ceiling as you can. Bend your elbows. Hug them in. So basically we're we're back in that dolphin positioning and for some of us that it doesn't work to load it up on uh, on the f- the front side right to get the mobility the uh the tension release here is going to be a good practice if this is irritating you know what to do you stop like just stop being irritating like if you could tell that to everyone in your life who's ever irritating it'd be great right start at home then if nothing is irritating bend. keep bending the elbows keep bending the elbows until your hands plant beside your ears you don't have to do anything from here but if you can honestly plant your hands to the mat either in line with your shoulders or wide do that thing plant we're not going to move the hips but you're going to press your hands down and see if you can lift your shoulder blades right. and uh, back of the head presses down hands press down do the shoulder blades lift if so great if they lift but it's irritating right then you just like stop being irritating breath in and breath out shoulder blades to the mat, release your arms, hands to heart center, navel center, pause, breath in, and breath out, Mm -hmm. bridge, wheel, something like one of those, you go, we'll have five breaths, your body be good to your shoulders. five or if you kind of got lost somewhere around three and a half come on down rest again to the mat we're going to walk feet together in supta body konasana if you'd like to set blocks underneath your thighs go for it Again, bring hands to the center line see if you can swap hands there if you're not sure whatever you went for first try swapping it not because you need to not because you're supposed to just possibly Interesting to do something different. And breath in and out. Let your mind just wander through your body with your breath. And then Bring your knees together, and if you've got one block, take it between the knees. We'll take the arms out, and again, uh, like Cactus, actually, uh, try goal post. Try uh, the arm post to the floor, but the fingertips point up. So uh, hug in on the block with both legs, knee side to side, and belly twisting pose. Press the elbow points down into the floor. When you press your elbow points down, you may feel your shoulder blades rise up. That's fine. Press the elbow points in the back of the head down. One more round of breath here. To center take the block out from the legs place it behind your head Maybe not because you need it just because it might be nice to to do it differently and, and lengthen your neck so that when you place the block behind your head uh, your neck is just fully uh, elongated and your nose pointing relatively straight up or you're looking slightly ahead but mostly uh, kind of the, the gazes at the ceiling Happy baby. And catch the insides of your heels. Drop your hips down, drop your thigh bones down, and press the thigh bones toward your front wall. Get it anchored through the hips as deeply as you can. If you need to slide your hands down your legs, do. Oh, that could be for two reasons. One, if the hips aren't grounded. Uh, Slide your hands down for sure. Two, if you're feeling strain in your neck or your shoulders, even your hands, slide the hands down because it's not worth it. What we're going for here in this particular pose is sacrum grounded, leg bones moving down and out. Breath in. Then you're going to release, and we come into uh, upward facing frog, which is totally made up, and I'll explain it, because uh, it is, I mean, I'm sure someone else has made it up too, but uh, because frog is such a sticky wicket for most of us, you're taking the shape of frog, which is knees out to the sides, heels in line with your knees, flex your feet, then bring your arms to the insides of the legs, and you lay your hands down on the inner shins, inner calves, the so forearms rest on the inner thighs, hips or ground If the sacrum is flat on the floor. And you're just allowing the weight of your arm bones to create uh, the same action that in frog, the floor would be creating. Different relationship to gravity. Now, this may be uh, more than your body needs, if that's the case. If this is just starting to feel irritating, bring your hands to the outer edges of your legs. And just support lightly from the outside. Breath in. Breath out. And then uh, if you're supporting from the inside, or if you're pressing from the inside, take your hands to the outside. We're all gonna take them out there. And then press the knees in towards center. Breath here. And then cross the right foot to the outside of the left thigh. Let the left leg hug the right leg in a little more here catch your heel with your left hand take your right hand to the outside of your right knee and press the knee into the hand press the heel into the left hand breath in breath out breath in, and another breath out, one more here, and then we'll unwind and pause with both knees in, feel your two legs, any differences there? Then left foot to the outside of the right thigh. Right leg hugs them in. We're going to leave the, uh, the the usual grab and pull out just to keep more space across the front and back of the torso, the front and back of the shoulders. But if you like that little extra with the hands, reach the right hand up, catch the heel, left hand gently to the outside of the knee. Press the knee out into the hand. Press the heel into the right hand. Check in with your face, and your jaw, and your throat. So what are those muscles communicating to the rest of the body? More breath here, you empty it out completely. now unwind and hug both knees in. And your choice of finishing poses or directly to Shavasana whatever you like best now at this moment. When you're ready to rest. As you feel ready to move. Start with wiggling your fingers and toes. Gently to your right side. And we'll make our way to seated together. Tall in your body to lift up through the very back of your head, up and back in a way that lengthens and lightens your posture. A moment to place your arms directly at your sides. There's so space in the front and the back. Have a moment to fill that space with breath. out again and keeping your heart lifted in your chest we'll bring hands together at heart center and raising thumbs to forehead center join heart and mind and body to offer each other namaste Namaste, y'all. Well done. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.